Welcome to episode 9 of the Control Demolition by Jeff Berwick. So, founding of the Federal Reserve. People might have wondered about where these controllers get all their money. Well, there is your money, of course, and then there is stolen old money and crooked new money, popularly referred to as foundations, estates, and trusts. But mostly, when talking about the globalists and their funding machine, people are referring to the U.S. Federal Reserve, the biggest printing press in the world. Imagine the kind of printer they must have in there, eh? <laughs> For some of us who appreciate, you know, good printing, it's kind of like being in Candyland. If one goes all the way back to the founding of the Federal Reserve in 1913 and the very first money that was created, it becomes clear that the system is designed to fail. If the first $100 is created by the Fed and loaned to ACME Bank, ACME Bank, at 6% interest for the year, ACME Bank, or ACME, will be required to pay the Fed back $106 after the year concludes. Where are they going to get the extra $6 that they need to pay for the interest if there is only a total of $100 in the system? They will not be able to find the extra money because it does not exist. The only solution is to borrow the $6 from the bank. But what happens at the end of the next year? They have to borrow the $0.36 of interest for the additional $1.06 that they borrowed the year before. This is known as the fiat currency system, which makes me laugh because fiat is the Italian maker of cars, which my dad always hated and always said that it was pure shit, so it's kind of funny. And it is designed to force the central bank to constantly create more and more money in order for it to work. As more money is created and injected into the system, the value of the money shrinks a little bit each time because the supply is increased. This is how citizens lose 96.1% of the value of the United States dollar over a century. Think about it, guys. <laughs> this is what's about to happen. People can also classify this system as a Ponzi scheme or a pyramid scheme because new money is always needed to pay off the previous investors. Once the flow of new money stops, the pyramid collapses. Once the Federal Reserve stops printing money, the value of the money outstanding stops devaluing. If they remove money from the system, then the value of the outstanding money actually goes up because the supply is being reduced which is a good thing unless one has borrowed a ton of money at a certain interest rate. 
What happens in this scenario is that the borrower is still required to pay their loan back plus interest, but the value of the money is now worth more. So the loan is even more expensive than just the rate of interest. In the end, the best way to picture this is to think about the standard formula of supply and demand where the more the supply of a product, the less value will be because it is theoretically easier to find the product. A reduction of the supply will increase the value because the product is harder to find. The banking system mechanics can be intimidating and confusing, but at the core, it is just a simple concept of measuring the value of something based on the supply. You get it? <laughs> the Fed and the IRS, mutually parasitic relationship. Most people do not know very much about central banks, in part because they never interact with them. A person cannot borrow money from a central bank the way they can with a traditional retail bank like Bank of America or Wells Fargo. Central banks only deal with governments and retail banks, not individuals. One of the reasons for this is because when dealing with the government, the dollar amounts that are being loaned out are astronomical and thus the profits are enormous. Another reason is that the government can repay their debts to the central bank because of their ability to impose and collect taxes. Well, they only have that ability because you populace have not realized that they work for you, you are the boss, and you need to take back your power. But that's another story. Anyway, what they're doing is completely illegal. The mechanism for the United States government to finance these loans is through taxation, so it is any surprise to learn that the Internal Revenue Services was also founded in 1913, the same year that the Federal Reserve was born? <laughs> no, it's not. Is this just a random coincidence? Uh, of course not. No, it was done by design in order to put the payment burden on the taxpayer instead of the government. Duh. The 16th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was ratified on February 3rd, 1913. Later that year, the United States Revenue Act of 1913 imposed a personal income tax on the American people. The Federal Reserve and the IRS have a mutually parasitic relationship and they have been used together to control the United States for over a hundred years. The Fed loans the money to the American government, then the IRS collects the money through government taxation like a loan shark with a baseball bat looking to collect an unpaid debt. And I'm pretty sure at some point, without knowing, I was dating a loan shark. And so I can tell you, I've seen firsthand how they are. I think they lack a soul 
they have dead eyes when you look in their eyes. You know, you can tell that they do anything for power and money. They are that lost. But yeah, this is how these beings are, these creatures. This is one of the biggest hidden truths that created the world that we live in. It is important to know that all of this tax money that the American people pay each year actually goes toward repaying the debt that the Federal Reserve created, not the services Americans assume the money is being spent on. And this is also why they don't give any of us a breakdown of where the money has been spent with proof. I demand that, and you should also demand that. But mostly, you should stop paying the taxes, you should stop being part of these satanic rituals, including wearing masks. I know that all of us who have panic attacks, thanks to you mask wearers, would be very appreciative of finally being able to get out of our house because finally there are no more sheep wearing masks and triggering our past trauma because people who wear masks have something to hide and are usually burglars. So, burglar. Taxing your way to prosperity. Federal taxes, state taxes, city taxes, County taxes, sales taxes, usage taxes, property taxes, licensing fees, where does it ever end? There was a time where there were no taxes in America and the world still managed to keep on turning. Well, the world never turned, but that's another story. We live on a flat, infinite plane. That's another big lie. And it was told to all of us because when you think that you're just a mistake in a big bang, in a big universe, and you're just a tiny speckle, you don't realize that you're really a powerful being here to manifest what your mind and heart can conceive and jump on board together. You can manifest. Unless, of course, it goes against everybody else, in which case you will manifest it, but then they'll bite you in the ass. But that's another story. So the big lie of the turning spinning ball came about. In fact, it was the most prosperous time in American history. <laughs> it is no secret why people hate the idea of taxes, but they hate the process of doing taxes as well. Well, I can't deal with that shit myself because it just makes no sense and my brain just explodes and I took a long time to realize why. But that was why. For starters, there are 10.1 million words written in the tax code, which might explain the inefficiencies of a system that made over 5,000 different changes from 2001 to 2012.76. The 1,040 tax form has 100 pages of instructions. And the estimates are that each year Americans spend 8.9 billion hours trying to comply with federal tax laws, time that could be put to better use doing just about anything else, including sleeping. Income taxes were set up by the American government at the behest of the big banks 
Tubework has a feeder mechanism for repaying the debt that was created when the Federal Reserve was formed in 1910 and came into power in 1913, the same year that the Internal Revenue Services was born. Now, tell me one thing. Is that a coincidence, people? What do you think? Well, let me tell you. And let me tell you what's written here. It's not a coincidence. The debt was created when the Fed brought their form of money into existence and attached an interest payment to it that was paid for with the money that was stolen from the people by the introduction of the federal income tax. Drum roll for that. The United States government borrowed the money from the Federal Reserve at interest, and the American people have been paying that money back with their taxes every year for the past century. But that pile of debt keeps growing. So you keep suffering, you keep doing your duty, and keep giving money to those who are stealing the money, and keep allowing them to do this to your children and everyone else. Well, it's the same thing non-vegans are doing anyway, right? They keep the scam going, they keep the cruelty going, and then they try and justify it, and then they point the pedos. You guys are doing exactly the same thing. Realize that. You take advantage of the weaker and defenseless to justify your own wants, and uh, you call them needs, but they're not needs. That is the scam of central banking and taxation boiled down to one paragraph. The American government treats its citizens like cows that they may milk at random whenever they choose for as long as they want. And if you don't see that doing this to cows is just as wrong, you should really stop listening to my stream because you clearly are not ready for this high-frequency good stuff. You're still low-frequency, you're still perpetrator of bad shit, and you obviously don't belong here. So go away, go hang out with your low-frequency beings, and come back when you're ready to do some good for you. So when they can no longer extract the milk that they desire, they turn their cows into hamburger for all of you who think that the dairy industry is less cool than the meat industry. Wrong. And move on to the next cow. It's a lot more cruel than the meat industry. What is the first rule when owning cows? Do not ever name them or else it makes it harder to turn them into dinner. The globalists have a term that they use to describe Americans, useless eaters. They certainly see the public as a bunch of cows, and since they control the government, it is really a stretch to think that the government itself feels the same way about the public. That's why when I saw the dude from DXC putting on his mask, pretending to try and change the world, and stop animal cruelty while he's going along with the hooks of 2020, I looked at him and I said, oh, you are a monarch slave. You are a fake. And you just exposed yourself for who you are. 
or you're a complete moron. Pick one, because I don't care how many degrees from Stanford or whatever you got your degree from, Berkeley, whatever you got, you're obviously a brainwashed idiot. So once people come to understand how they are actually viewed by the controllers, the tax system makes a whole lot more sense. They want to milk the population for all their worth, then slaughter them. And it's pretty simple. And all of the accountants in the world are the tools that are being used to do this. Any manager, anyone who is in a position where they're basically enslaving someone else to follow procedure is part of the problem. Realize this. So when you realize this, stop doing it if you were part of it. Because if you were doing it without really realizing what you were doing, you're just stupid. Right? And that's fine. Being stupid is not as bad as being a manipulator who has made the stupid do all of this. Being stupid is just comes from not knowing any better. That's all stupidity is. It's nothing more. But those who perpetrated this stuff and knew what they were doing, they are the ones we need to go after and look at and say, what the hell? You know? Stop the ones who hurt others. So although the politicians in Washington would never admit this, the reality is that taxes are not for everyone, just the middle class and the working poor. And that's why corporations like Amazon have gotten away with never paying taxes and go do your research, find this out. You will not find this stuff in your courses given to you by the same people who put up this charade, people. Schools are just a prison where they brainwash you. Realize this. The way the tax laws are structured, those with a smart tax attorney can see gaping loopholes that the majority of Americans simply cannot. All sorts of legal maneuvering through tax shelters, trusts, and corporate structuring can shave large percentages off of the bill. Tax havens like the Caymans Islands, Bermuda, and Jersey are simply not options for the general public if they even know where they are and what they do in the first place. The data demonstrates that the U.S. individual income tax continues to be very progressive, according to the government. These are some of their tax figures from 2015. There, are, there were 141.2 million taxpayers that reported total earnings of 10.14 trillion in adjusted gross income and paid 1.45 trillion in the individual income taxes. The share of reported income earned by the top 1% of taxpayers rose to 20.7%, while their share of federal individual income taxes fell slightly to 39%. The top half of all taxpayers paid 97.2% of all individual income taxes, while the bottom half paid the rest. The top 1% paid a greater share of individual income taxes, 
than the bottom 90% combined, which is 29.4%. The top 1% of taxpayers paid a 27.1% individual income tax rate, which is more than seven times higher than taxpayers in the bottom half, which is 3.6%. What these figures do not show is that the bottom half of the population pays as much greater percent, a much greater percentage of their income towards things like licensing fees, usage taxes, and sales taxes, their mortgage, mortgage insurance, and property taxes if they even own a home or their monthly rent if they do not. The Bureau of Labor Static, Stat, Statistics sorry, shows that in 2017, consumer units, which is defined as families, financially independent individuals, and people living in a single household who share expenses, spent 70% more on federal, state, and local taxes which is $16,749 than on food and clothing, which is valued at $9,562. For anyone searching for a reason why consumer spending on retail is way down in America these days, the reason might just be because far too much of their money is going out the door in the form of taxes to a bloated and out-of-control government. Wow, eh? The government likes to paint the picture that the rich do all of the pain of taxes and that is simply not the case. The poor pay a disproportionate amount of court fines, parking tickets, legal penalties, predatory interest rates, medical bills due to lack of insurance, and a variety of other forms of taxation that amounts to death by a thousand paper cuts. And it is designed in a way to lock people out of ever having a chance to rise up out of poverty. And I am the proof of this. Because God knows I work nights and days and I never was able, and I, I wasn't living an expensive life, especially compared to most of you here in the West. And I realized at some point I was going on a spinning wheel, and that's when I really got sick, physically, all the way. Because when you lose hope and you see there is no way out, and you suffer from chronic pain and you just cannot live a normal life and you see nobody around you gives a shit about you because the reason why we are in this position people is that all of you who realize this and you were in a position to help us you didn't you kept being selfish little bitches I'm sorry to say that but it is what it is and now everybody's paying the price and now everybody is trying out how it feels to be poor, sick, and with no way out. How do you like it? Well, maybe start giving a shit about 
strangers and your neighbors, people who are not in your life and who are not related to you, people who you don't consider friends because you just haven't been in their lives. Maybe if you all started to treat each other properly for real, you know? And I say you because I already do. I can't count how many people I've helped in my life for free. And a lot of them were way richer than I was and just simply took advantage of me. And I realized that afterwards. So shame on all of you. You are all parasites. And you can always change. Just know this. Because what you are today does not have to define what you will be in the future. But it's up to you what you want to do. So carrying on with the book. A speeding ticket that costs a driver $300 has a much bigger impact on a person making $24,000 a year than one making $150K a year, even though the fines are the exact same amount. Exactly, and that has been my point for a very long time. People who say money is not important is because they've never had to go without, and they clearly have never won 12, worked 12, 15 hours days, 7 days a week, not even being able to afford a fucking beer in the weekend. Well, a lot of us small business owners have had to face that. These fees are fines add up to destroy the poor in the form of a type of regressive tax on the uneducated, where the idea of saving up in a 401k is replaced with buying lottery tickets as a financial planning strategy. And lottery tickets are another big scam, by the way. Sure, the rich pay more taxes, but the poor pay a larger percentage of their income when all forms of taxation are factored into the calculation. And this is very true in Italy, this is very true in Canada, this is very true in pretty much any country out there, just so you know. There is not much talk of the effective tax rate, a figure that is always considerably lower for the rich, once all the tax avoidance schemes are implemented. And that's why all of you who underpaid your cleaner are all scumbags. And I know who you all are because I used to be one of those cleaners. And I like most of you cleaners. I actually did cleaning properly using natural products, otherwise you're just polluting the environment further. But again, I read, I don't watch Netflix and then expect to know what's really going on in the world, or Fox's News, the biggest fear-mongering propaganda out there, among others. Okay? So wake the hell up and start using your brain, and I'm sorry if I am a little contemptuous as I say this, but you see, we're at the end of 2020, and it's been a tough year for everybody, thanks to all of you non-vegans, all of you sheeple who justify your selfish, cruelty-filled choices and have caused this for the rest of us to pay with. So yeah, I'm sorry if I sound a little contemptuous. But you know what? If I was able to quit dairy, so can you. Grow a vagina, you may just be able to do that. And here we're gonna finish this episode as well. Love and light, I don't hate you. I just want you to wake up and start doing the right thing.